to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I remember when we were talking about universal health care and I was on Fox News and um, we outlined the complete lives system. And we told you this was the real key to understanding why universal health care is so bad. When there are shortages, they start to uh, ration. Okay, but who makes the decision? Well, the government will. We're with the doctors. Well, there is, uh, there's just evil going on in Canada. I mean, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know who's leading who. I don't know who's further over the line, uh, us or them. But on this, boy, Canada is in real trouble. And it will come right here. Right now, Canada is expanding their medically assisted death law to include anyone who struggles from mental illness. Oh, Wow, how Hitlerian of you. How great. Oh, you're, you're depressed? Life's not worth living? Here, take this. This is evil and how it started the last time. We're talking to a Canadian reporter who this is her beat from Rebel News. She's a chief reporter and uh, editor-in-chief, Sheila Gunn-Reed. What is happening in Canada? in 60. Getting close to Christmas. You probably got Christmas parties this coming weekend, all the holiday gatherings. You want to look your best. And of course, you can look years younger thanks to GenuCell. GenuCell is the best in skincare. And from now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is 70% off at GenuCell.com slash Beck. You can treat yourself or a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world, no matter what problems you may be having with your skin, forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, bags and puffiness, sagging jawline. You can see them go away right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. And of course, with its immediate effects, you can see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. And included in every most popular package is a free skin hydration serum that will help restore your appearance. You can go to GenuCell.com slash Beck now. Enter the special code BECK for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck now. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Sheila Gunn-Reed, she's the chief reporter and editor-in-chief at Rebel News, uh, mother of three, conservative activist and author of best-selling books, including uh, Shop Notally. Uh, Sheila is here. She has been really uh, watching what is called MAID, um, Medical Assistance in Death, and how Canada is, last year, killed 10,000 people. 10,000 people in assisted suicide. And they are expanding it to children and those who are depressed. It is terrifying. Sheila, welcome. Glenn, thanks for having me on the show, and thanks for your interest in this. Now, you say 10,000, but we can't be sure of those numbers for a couple of different reasons. One of the reasons is that doctors are now in Canada under advisement from certain medical associations to obscure the numbers by listing the cause of death as the reason the person sought made, as we call it in Canada, medical assistance in dying, instead of 
the actual medical homicide at the hands of the state, but also those that 10,000 number, those are people who asked for medical homicide in writing. But in Canada, you don't have to ask in writing. You don't have to wait 10 days the way we used to have to wait. You can just ask for it, it for it and get it on the very same day now. You know, we've always um, looked at ourselves as brothers and sisters. I mean, you know, after we got over 1812 um, and we have so much in common with Canada and we are really sick down here. And I know this is uh, in our future, but I, I just have such a hard time accepting that Canadians are okay with all of this. You know, this really is the end stage of socialized medicine. The government is creating the suffering for so many of these people in Canada through their own ineptitude. But instead of doing a better job of alleviating people's suffering, they tell us it's our civic duty to drop dead and get out of a health care lineup. In Canada, the standard of care for knee replacement surgery is 182 days. If you get a knee surgery within six months, it's a miracle in our healthcare system. However, you can seek medical assistance in dying for the chronic pain you have because of your knee on the very same day you ask for it. Because in Canada, you don't have to be terminally ill. You just have to be chronically ill and dissatisfied with the level of care that you're receiving. Over the past two years, it's really been horrendous here in Canada. We had a 91-year-old lady who was in the news in Vancouver because she sought medical assistance in dying because she didn't want to go back into COVID lockdown in her nursing home. Young people with diabetes or eating disorders seeking medical assistance in dying. People who are dissatisfied with the government subsidized housing that they're receiving saying, you know what, I don't want to be homeless, so I, I, I have a chronic illness, and so I'm going to seek medical assistance in dying. We've got at least four angels of death, I call them, running amok in the Veterans Affairs, telling up to nine veterans that are on the record that instead of, you know, helping them with whatever acute issue they're calling Veterans Affairs about, they're suggesting to them that perhaps because you're in such chronic pain, you're experiencing acute PTSD, wouldn't it just be better for everybody involved if you dropped dead? Um, Sheila, it is, I mean, I'm sure you have done the research on what happened in the Netherlands and Germany. This is exactly how it started um, the last time we had a Holocaust. And people just uh, took their... Uh, their love and compassion and instead put it into the end of suffering in, and sided with the doctors and nurses who led the uh, the Holocaust, led it, the nurses and the doctors, not the guys in uniforms, the nurses and the doctors. Um, it is terrifying. Now, is this happening because of shortages of care or is this something else? What is this? Where is it coming from? I think it's a combination of both. But like I said, the, the current state of Canadian health care is just prolonged suffering. 
until you get to see a doctor, until you get to see a specialist, until you get to see somebody who will give you the surgery that you need. Okay, so but hang on. I grew up off just, you know, a few miles off the border of Canada. And I know, you know, medical tourism in America because you just couldn't get anything done. That's been that way for a long time. You know, I right. one of my best friends, their their brother died in Canada because by the time they got back for his cancer treatment, it was done. He was dead. Sure. Absolutely. But there are more people in Canada than ever. We have, like so many people in the Western world, an aging population that is not replacing itself. And so, like I said, it, it has become our civic duty to get out of that healthcare lineup by pursuing medical assistance and dying. But this is also, I think, some of that useless eater mentality where, you know, we, in Canada and I think in much of the Western world, we don't value people once they are not, as they say, active contributing members of society. And it really has been a culture of death since 2016. All these changes in the Canadian healthcare system have happened with regard to medical assistance and dying. It was only legalized then. And like with abortion, they said it's going to be rare. It's only going to be in the most dire of cases. But now we have doctors offering it to just about anybody, 10,000 Canadians in a year. Those are approaching our died with COVID death numbers. It, it's becoming completely normalized. This is one of the leading causes of death in Canada. That is crazy. Um, so it, it's being open now to teenagers, children. How far is this going? Teenagers, children, people who will who are experiencing acute mental health crises instead of offering them care, they can seek medical assistance in dying on the very same day that they're experiencing that acute mental health crisis without any kind of therapy. So, in other words, I have a I have a son or daughter who's suicidal. I bring them to the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, the hospital can say to them. You know, if you would like help, is your life worth living? Do you, you know, whatever the questions are. And they, they, they can offer my son or daughter a way out? They can mildly suggest it. And if, you know, your son or daughter asks for it and you are agreeable, they can receive it. We've seen doctors testify at parliamentary committee hearings that they would like this to be an option for parents of sick babies, which in a normal society, that's called infanticide. But in Canada, it's called compassion. I, I mean, it's absolutely appalling. March, just a few short months from now, mental illness that, as we know, just ebbs and flows. But that can be a reason that you can pursue medical assistance in dying in Canada. And, you know, there's so many people, especially um, through my contacts in the veterans community, because this whole issue is hitting them very hard. I bet. Um, there are so many of them who say, you know, I call Veterans Affairs for help. I'm experiencing this thing. Some of them have even said to me, look, I, I did try to do something to myself, but it, it came and went so fast. And what if I got the wrong person on the end of the line at Veterans Affairs? What would have become of me then? My gosh. This is terrifying, Sheila. Um, I want to uh, I want to make you aware. Have you ever heard of the movie The Black Stork? No. 
Nobody has. Um, we have one of the only copies in our in our vault at, at uh, my studios. Um, it was made in eighteen or nineteen seventeen or something. It was put out at the same time. You know, eugenics were were pushing death, and in one of the scenes, it's all about parents that have children who are sick, and the doctors and the nurses kill the children out of compassion. And in one ch- in one scene, it shows Jesus appearing at the cradle of the baby, encouraging the doctor and nurse to kill the child. It is one of the most horrifying things you've ever seen. Obviously, they got rid of all of the copies. There's only two copies left now. One is, I think, in South Carolina in a vault of a, of a uh, university. And the other one is is here. I'm going to send it to you. You you need to see it. It, it because we're going through this again. We are going through exactly the same kind of stuff. And that led us to the Holocaust. And they're making the same kind of arguments again. In 2017, our state broadcaster here in Canada, the CBC, hmm. they published an article without any irony whatsoever saying that medical assistance in dying would be a net benefit to all of us because it would save $138 million oh annually from the Canadian healthcare system. These are people who need help. They don't need homicide. They need better care. They need better options. They need people, bureaucrats who are paid to help them, helping them when they call Veterans Affairs on the other end of the line. Medical assistance in dying might make a lot of doctors and bureaucrats' lives a little easier, but it is robbing Canada of good people who deserve help and who are contributing to our society, maybe not in financial ways, but because they are valuable people created in the image of the divine. Oh, Sheila, we need more people like you in the world. Um, well, what was, uh, Stu, what was the name of the baby? Baby Nos? Knock? Nower? Yeah, baby Nower, I think. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that? Because we have all the history on that, too, we could send to you. Um, Please do. It is a baby Nower. Look, look at him up. It is the um, case of a blind, deaf, and somewhat, I can't remember, disabled child in some way. And, and Hitler sent his personal physician uh, to examine this baby to see if it wouldn't be better for the parents, for society, and for the child if they just euthanize. And that was that was the moment that you're going through right now where they're making exactly the same case. And people have to know the history. You have to know. This is a lie with new suits telling you. Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun, Glenn. It's funny that you mentioned that scene about Jesus in the black stork, because right now, this is being packaged up by some of the more progressive churches here oh, in Canada. Yeah. If, if you can call them that, the United Church of Canada, I think, is more of a self-help group with a crucifix in the background. But the, they have on their website right now, if you go to unitedchurch.ca, they have a worship theme on death and dying, and they offer a prayer to those experiencing, you know, medical assistance in dying, not to say to them that your life is worth living, but that this is an act of compassion and we should support these people. And this is what Jesus would offer them. Oh, my gosh. 
Sheila, please stay in touch with me, will you? Um, I will. Uh, and we will get those um, things up to you. I, I have so much respect for you and for everybody at Rebel News. You're doing God's work up there. Thank you so much. American okay. Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. You know, when it comes to debt, you're going to have to pay down later uh, credit cards are an awfully slippery slope. And most people now are starting to use credit cards to pay for things in their everyday life. If you have a, a home, please consider a consolidation loan. It could save you so much money every month. It would pay those credit cards off and give you some headroom, maybe as much as 695, that's the average, $695 every month. That gives you breathing room and you're not sitting there with an adjustable rate on your credit card. American Financing, call them now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I don't, I don't listen to other podcasts or other uh, shows rarely if anything other than just a straight news show so i don't know what you're getting from other shows and other podcasters um but i mean are other people talking about evil right now i mean how close we have real diabolical evil planting its roots in our society and in our communities and in our home that, that what's happening in Canada is breathtaking. That that should be a lead story at least at every church service in America. And if you heard that was happening in North Korea, you, you wouldn't might be surprised. Say, All right, well, you know, it's North Korea. It's North Korea. Canada's supposed to be generally culturally similar to us. That's why I said at the beginning, we've always considered ourselves brothers. Yeah. And I, I don't recognize that, but I don't know which one of us is sicker because that will come here. We're, we may be ahead of them on other things. Yeah. And we didn't catch the cold because of them. It is evil. Canada and it is seems sweeping. to really have crossed a line, though, oh, oh, since yeah. COVID. It's, you know uh, what? Well, I mean, it's Trudeau-related. It's, Trudeau. it's COVID-related. You know, there's a lot of new powers found. When you look really closely in between the lines of the Constitution, you can always find new powers. And it seems like they've tried that trick up there with much with more success, I think, than here. I mean, I do think they are farther along. I think they have less of a foundation mm-hmm. of resistance to these things, which is, I think, positive for America. But you also see how people, you know, gave up here, too. I mean, uh, it happened. I, I want you to not be overwhelmed by the news. Uh, this is something new that has come to me. Um, you know, I've always been good at connecting the dots and seeing things that most people will go, no, those are two separate. And then you put them together and you're like, no, look at the roots here. They're at least from the same seed. Um, and, uh, you know, it's very easy to get overwhelmed, really easy. There's so much going on, so much you have to worry about. Don't worry about it. it do this. Identify that this is one disease. This is evil in 
many different forms, many different places, but it's all the same root. So now what do you do with it? That's something we'll be taking on next year um, after the holiday. But that's the that should be the focus. It's evil. Now what? That is the problem. It's not George Soros and not anything else. It's evil is sweeping the West. Uh, and uh, and what do you do? Well, you got to do practical things. And tonight uh, we'll show you some of those practical things uh, just through informing you the progressive roots of child grooming. This is what's happening to us right now. Make no mistake. This is child grooming that is happening in our schools and in our society. Tonight, 9 p.m., blazetv.com and Blaze TV YouTube. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Reggie wrote in about his experience. He said, I just started using Relief Factor, and I'm, I'm talking about only a week or so. I've had a fair bit of pain throughout my body for the past few years, uh, as uh, all my things that I've done throughout my life are catching up on me. I recently uh, noticed that it, it was uh, getting so bad that I really had to do something about it or shut down. I heard you talking about Relief Factor, Glenn. I figured, why not? Four days. Four days is all it took for me to begin feeling so much better. Thank you. You're welcome, Reggie. Thanks for trying it. Try the three-week quick start. See if it doesn't work for you. You'll know in about three weeks. And if it doesn't work for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work for you. 70% of the people who order it go on to order more. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800, the number 4, Relief. 800, the number 4, Relief. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 1-800, the number 4, Relief. Or ReliefFactor.com. Get their three-week quick start now. It's a great Christmas gift for someone you love or maybe don't like so much. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck. Glenn, you a, a little while ago, mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago, I remember you specifically talking about the word evil and how you didn't think it was a helpful term I you thought didn't it was want to say it anymore overused and it wasn't helpful it was divisive and i really i really wanted to make sure that people knew that we weren't talking about people being evil but i wanted to ban evil from my uh, yeah, lexicon that's, uh, yeah. and i i can't help but notice you've reinstated it yeah lately. well i just said it, it, all of the problems stem from one thing, and that is evil. I mean, the big problems. You talk about foreign policy or taxes or, right. you know, how much we give to the poor, whatever. Not that. That's policy. What's happening with our children under attack, when you're talking about people's fundamental right to speech, to question, to opinion, to their own pursuit of happiness— when you are talking about the mutilation of children, when you are talking about assisted death for depression, like in Canada, there's no other word to describe it. Tonight, James Lindsay is going to be on uh, my Wednesday night special. Don't miss it. We were talking. Now, he is a he was a Marxist, I think, wasn't he? Um, 
and an atheist. He was as far left as you could go and an atheist and a mathematician. He left because he left academia because he's like, "Uh oh, what is happening? And then he started really just doing all of his research on what's happening. I talked to him a year, maybe two years after his research had started. And I said, look, you know, Lindsay, I don't know how you uh, how you would uh, what you would call this, but I can only think of the word evil. And he said, Glenn, uh, that is the only way. And I've been talking to my uh, Christian friends, and I think that's the only answer. Now, I don't know if he's converted, but he was on the road when an atheist mathematician who disagrees with me on political things says, yes, what's happening to our kids and sex in sex is evil. I think that's the only word you use. You'll see him tonight. Uh, don't miss it. Nine o'clock on Blaze TV or Blaze TV YouTube on my Wednesday night special. All right. Jeff Brown is back on Monday. We had Jeff on uh, because we were talking about the uh, the nuclear fusion energy breakthrough. Um, and both of us believe that great things are on the horizon and uh, amazing, amazing changes are coming before 2030 that will just totally change everything. Is this one of them now that you saw what they were talking about yesterday, Jeff? Is this uh, the breakthrough? Is, it is not the breakthrough, but it is still a remarkable scientific um, accomplishment. Can you pick up your phone? And, I don't know if you can or not. Um, because I, what I read yesterday, what they were talking about was nuclear fusion happening, the ignition happening. But some scientists were saying, yeah, but they're not counting the energy, I guess, for the labor lasers or something. And they're like they're counting it in a in a in a way that probably is a little like Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, the the proclamation that they made was that they achieved ignition. And in the world of nuclear fusion, the definition of ignition is basically the point at which the fusion reaction becomes self-sustaining, which kind of implies that it's something that we can just keep running 24-7 and it will just throw off ridiculously cheap, um, completely clean energy for as long as we want to. Without the lasers? Um, no, you ha- you have to keep the lasers because it's the lasers that are burning the fuel that creates the release of energy. You know, can you can you just talk way down to me? Um, I mean, of course, I understand. But, you know, for those who might be listening that don't understand, they were talking about this has to have the pressure of the core of the sun. Uh, That's right. I, 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 I mean, I don't even know how we know what the pressure of the core of the sun is, but it's got to be enormous. How do we recreate that? Um, well, fortunately, it is possible, actually. We're able to create not only pressures greater than that of the sun, but temperatures that are 10 times the temperature of the sun. So this reaction that ran was 150 million degrees Celsius. The sun's temperature is about 15,000 degrees Celsius. So this was 10 times that. Now, to your point, 
you know, the lasers involve a facility that's the size of three football fields, two million joules, which is equivalent to 500 trillion watts. That's more than the entire U.S. electrical grid in a given moment. That's how much energy they had to use to create this moment of ignition. Uh, <laughs> the point at which... <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe that's why we lost power well, here in Dallas yesterday. I thought it was a tornado, but it might have just been that. Uh, holy well, that's, cow. That's one of the reasons why, you know, this particular operation, it ran at, um, you know, 1 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> which is when the power grid isn't used as, as much as it normally would be. Um, but, you know, for context, uh, that's why I kind of paused is this isn't, the moment, because this, you know, this isn't something that can be recreated uh, for commercial applications. Um, and the reaction itself, Glenn, it only ran for a few billionths of a second. It didn't run for five minutes. Hmm. It didn't run for a half hour. It was on for a few billionths of a second. Uh, and it only used about 4% of the fuel uh, that was burned, that was contained in this tiny pea-sized capsule uh, at the center of the, these 192 lasers that, uh, that used 500 trillion watts. So um, remarkable, yes, uh, but this is like a very large, very expensive uh, you know, research facility, a research project. Okay, so here's what I took away from the announcement yesterday on nuclear fusion. Joe Biden said after that he has plans that he wants a plant up and operating by 2032, which sounds insane. Um, and to me, this seemed like more of a pledge drive to get people to go, oh, wow, we are close. Huh? I should invest and trying to get money to invest into these things. Is that a good analysis? I mean, that it was a it was something, but it's not what they're saying it is there is a great headline um there's actually two really big things going on here so for perspective i, I mean as we talked about on monday hundreds of billions of dollars are being doled out to the electric vehicle and electric vehicle battery market right now uh 52 billion dollars is being given up to the semiconductor industry to bring semiconductor manufacturing back on shore onto U.S. soil, right? Mm -hmm. This year, this year, private investment in nuclear fusion companies was almost $5 billion. However, the public grants from the U.S. government totaled a maximum of $117 million of grants. That's wow. it. That's all the entire nuclear fusion industry got from the U.S. government. And yet it's handing out hundreds of billions of of taxpayer dollars uh, to the EV industry. So you can imagine all the nuclear physicists um, working hard at Lawrence Livermore Laboratories, the Department of Energy, they're looking around and saying, what's going on? Why is the EV industry and the semiconductor industry getting all this money and we're getting peanuts to pursue our research? And so to your point, I think it's right. They were looking for a very big headline uh, to use as a catalyst or a hammer uh, to get funding. 
Mm-hmm. But friend, there's something else very interesting going on here. The difference between the fusion technology that will ultimately be used for commercialization, which is called magnetic confinement, this machine is used for nuclear physics research. And do we know what the Lawrence Livermore Laboratory is most famous for? Yeah, the bomb. It's the most advanced research facility, arguably, on the face of the planet for developing nuclear weapons. Right. And this is where it gets really interesting. We talked on Monday, there's two hydrogen isotopes that are used as fuel for this um, internal confinement reaction that, that happened on December 5th. Um, deuterium and tritium. Well, tritium, what most people don't know, tritium is not only a fuel for a fusion power plant, but it also is a key part of fueling modern nuclear weapons, oh. both tactical nuclear weapons and thermonuclear weapons. The most advanced nuclear weapon technology uses tritium. And as a research facility, if you're consuming tritium for experiments, it's very easy to kind of siphon off some of that material for other purposes. If you're a a commercial power plant and you're purchasing tritium on the open market, it's very transparent. You know what the tritium is being used for. You can calculate how much energy the plant produces and you can determine, hey, something's not right here. You know, there's not enough energy coming out for the tritium that you purchased. Is it being used for something else, nefarious purposes? But with a research facility like Lawrence Livermore, you know, this could be used as a way to advance, obviously, nuclear weapon development. And, of course, it's probably not a popular political pitch <laughs> to the Hill to get funding right now in this Good current environment. heavens. See, this is where it crosses the line from this is where it crosses the line from, uh, you know, policy differences to just evil when you're doing stuff like that. If they were doing stuff like that, I mean, just so underhanded and so just dark. Um, But let's hope that's not happening. Right. Um, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your explaining everything to us this week, Jeff. And I look forward to talking to you in the uh, new year at uh, a roundtable and, and just bring all of your, your best technology of what's on the near horizon and the five-year horizon and give us a look at what life is going to be like in five years. That sounds great. Thank you. Sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks. Have a great holiday. Thank you very much. Jeff Brown yeah. from Brownstone Research. He's the founder and chief investment analyst. You can uh, find him. Uh, at uh, brownstoneresearch.com or jeffbrownletter.com. Interesting update from Credit Suisse. Uh, The analysis there uh, is that it's entirely possible that gold could go up to $36 per ounce. Why is that? Because the United States has depleted our strategic petroleum reserves. Oh, Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, is insisting that we're going to have a recession in 2023, as if we're not already in one. And the Treasury Department, Secretary of Treasury yesterday came out and said, yeah, this isn't going to end until at least the end of next year. That's new. Bank of International Settlement just warned about an $80 trillion bombshell in the foreign exchange markets. So complex, I don't understand it, but it reads a lot like 2008. 
but hopefully it isn't. But I don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. If you have spread your risk out, if you have the ability to save money and you've got money in any kind of IRA or anything else, spread that risk out. Because I can't tell you what is going to survive and what's not. I can't tell you what's going to change. Put your money in a whole bunch of different things. And one of those is gold and silver. Goldline has an extra special Christmas offer starting right now, running the month of December until supplies run out. With the purchase of every gold legal tender bar card, you're going to receive five additional one-ounce silver Santa Claus rounds at no additional cost. I got these last year for my grandkids to put them in the stocking. It's just, it's great. One-ounce silver Santa Claus rounds, no additional cost. Five free ounces of silver now with every ounce of gold purchase. So call them at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Oh, it's Christmas. Doesn't feel like it. Does it feel like it to you? Feels like it maybe when I get home. We watch a Christmas movie or something. And <sighs> really feel like Christmas, does it? I thought about going to you know, I thought about going to New York and, you know, taking the kids to see, you know, the Radio City, you know, Christmas thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, I mean, it's pretty because the green from the grass and the the red from the blood in the streets, but I yeah. I don't know. I could get that in any city at this point. <laughs> that is very common. It is becoming very, very, very yeah. common. Yeah. Um, it is. Uh, I look at kids. The chalk outline with the blood. It looks like a candy cane. Anyway, mm. it's not a candy cane. Just like you have to tell. Uh, no, don't elf, lick it. Don't, kids, don't, don't eat don't the lick gum. It. Yeah. <laughs> don't lick the candy cane. <laughs> have you seen Ryan Reynolds yet in uh, Spirited? No, no, oh, it's yeah, him and Will Ferrell, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw a preview for it, but I have not I have not watched it yet. It's really, really good. I really like it. Sarah, have you seen it? I have. I'm not really a fan. Mm-hmm. She's ruining, she, that's, that's the Grinch right there. Yeah, Ruining Christmas. My daughter, who I thought would love it, my eldest daughter, Mary, she loves it. Cheyenne, I watched it with her and she was like, it's pretty corny, dad. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, it's a Christmas movie. Right. I mean, Elf. Hello. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, they. that's that's what's supposed to happen I in know. Christmas movies. I know. Have you watched, did you watch the sequel to A Christmas Story yet? I haven't. No. I really want to. Have you watched that? I have not yet. Yeah. I have not. But I, My I wife is like, it. we have to watch the first one first. I'm like, what? Well, now it's like, now it's like one night a year where we can all get together and watch six hours. It's like, yeah. hey, let's watch Lord of the Rings <laughs> this year. How about Avatar? Yeah. You can all get together and go to Avatar for three hours and 40 is minutes. Is it out yet? It's out this weekend. This is the weekend. Not any interest at all on I my part. Zero interest. Zero. Unfortunately, they're spending so much on advertising. Some people are definitely going to go see it this weekend. The Glenn Beck Program.